It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, good evening. Welcome to Talking Cop. It finished Toulouse 3, Liverpool 2. So Liverpool are making qualifying for the Europa League is a little bit more difficult. With a performance that was 10 times worse than Luton, which is quite an impressive feat to do. Tonight, I'm joined by Chris, by Kev, by Matt. We're all suitably well happy, well made up. Um, <laughs> I mean, Matt's all unhappy he's grown a handlebar tash. That's all upset he is over it. But um, we'll go for a lounge in a minute. Kev, how are you feeling, mate? Yeah, let's go through the lineups. Okay, Matt, your initial, <laughs> how are you feeling? Uh, I, I'm a little upset that I thought we all got a group email that we were going to do funny mustaches to help support the Movember cause of the channel, but apparently that just went to me. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, did, it, it know, is... I, had, I, I had a full beard map, but I pulled it all out in frustration. That's the problem. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Um, we were fucking terrible, but if we're going to play that poorly, let it be in this Europa League game as opposed to in a league game. That's about as silver a lining as I could possibly put on that. Okay. Chris, your initial thoughts? Oh, it's a very long night. Painful to watch. Don't be negative now, Chris. Remember. I'm not. I'm. I'm keeping it. That's the positive remark. Um. Uh, look off camera. We were talking, which is unfair to the audience watching. But like, I think anybody be hard. Yeah, I think anybody be hard pushed to who enjoyed any part of that. So that's where I stand on it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't think I enjoyed the fact it's over. Um. So, <laughs> let's go. Line up there. <laughs> Nine changes from, from the uh, debacle of Luton, which is Keller in goal, Joe Gomez right back, and then it's Joe Matip and Kwanzaa in the centre-backs, Simicast left-back, and then Harvey Elliott, Endo and McAllister as a three. Bendo gets his first start in a little while since he's come back from injury. Another start for Cody Gakpo and Luis Diaz is also starting. And before we go any further, brilliant news that um, Luis Diaz has got his dad back. You know, so, you know, Fair play, fair play for him because I mean that must be an awful, awful thing to he's had to go through. So, you know, that's what actually there. That is probably the only big positive of tonight is, you know, what's happened to Luis Diaz off, off the pitch. But Matt, what do you think of the lineup? Any surprises? Anything you were expecting or? Uh, with all the little niggles and the flu that seems to be going around the camp or whatever it is at the moment, I was really just clueless as to what this lineup was going to be. So when it came out, yeah, it was good to see. I mean. I was certainly excited to see what McAllister was going to look like playing the left-sided eight role and then uh, having Ben go back in the starting lineup. His uh, his star has kind of cooled a little bit since he's been out with that injury, but uh, I thought he uh, he started quite well. Okay, okay. Uh, Kev, what was your initial thoughts of it? Yeah, I was looking forward to seeing it. Um, looking forward to seeing Ben Dog back. Um Few players playing either playing their way back from injury, uh, playing their way into the side. 
you know, you were looking for one of that one of those eleven to put their hand up and say, yeah, uh, put me in the show, put me in the sh- in for Brentford at the weekend because you've got X Y Z player that might not be available. And yeah, I was I was I saw the lineup, and there were bits of it that I was really looking forward to seeing, bits I was curious about, and um, yeah, I, the lineup didn't bother me. You know, I, that eleven should be going to a place like Toulouse, which look. Toulouse is a rugby town. It's a rugby city. It's um, a stalwart for French rugby. It's not a football town. They're only they're not long promoted. They are 14th in the league, three wins all season. You ex- you've just beaten five one. Uh, you expect to go there and be able to go with an eleven and put on a performance. You know, you should be a player look, licking your lips, going, "I can really go and strut my stuff here." And, and put in a performance and give the manager a decision to make uh, at the weekend. Mm. That's what should have happened. Mm. So, Lass, um, the first three minutes were quite good. Uh, oh. Gomez, gets, Gomez gets a header, which, you know, as me and Kev were messaging each other, said, he probably gets too much on it. If he gets a, a slightly less of a touch, that's his first goal for Liverpool, you know. Because yeah. I, I must admit, when Gakpo takes the free kick, I think, what is it? Under hit that, isn't it? but um, it's a good move, and you sort of went, oh, Okay, decent start. You know, Gomez kept cutting, in, you know, doing the inverted fullback thing, it was working fine. Luis Diaz looked like he had their number three on toast. He's just thinking, What's keeping on the fullback because they're clearly going to eventually get a, a yellow or a, a red because they can't control him. And it sort of stopped after 20 minutes, but the start was all right. Yeah, it's, I, I was, uh, very much optimistic after the first, I'd say probably 15, 20 minutes or so. And then we really petered out after that. I mean, two minutes in Gomez, it's a great free kick. Like you said, uh, it's just never going to happen for the poor guy. It's, uh, that was you, so, he's, so he's scoring on a final. I'm telling you. Uh, but I mean, a, a couple minutes after that, Wataru Endo should have rightly seen a yellow card for an obvious professional foul stopping, uh, a quick break for Toulouse, but I mean, I guess that was just a sign of things to come with some of the refereeing in the game. Yeah, it's things, things were going good. Diaz was terrorizing them. Like I said, Ben Dope started really well. A couple of times he got to stand his guy up and show his uh, skills and pace off and whatnot like that. But so many anonymous figures in that first half, too many. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, oh, I know what you thought, Chris. I thought Liverpool were. In control for the first 25 minutes without really being threatening. And then we've done what we've been doing away in, in Europe. But I thought we'd do quite a few games this year. Have a have a one goal head start and see how you go. So, <laughs> I'll let you talk. I'll let you talk to Oh, Chris has fell over, he's that upset over it. Kev? Yeah, no, the, uh, I, I really enjoyed it. Oh, we've lost you there, Chris. You're back. Am I back? No, you're on your side and you're sort of a bit fuzzy. <laughs> yeah, camera's frozen. Yeah. You might Kev, need to well, back out and come back in, Chris. Yeah. Um, yeah, look, that that are, we were in so much control and just pretty much dominating the ball that Costas got lazy and took a, made a stupid, a bad touch, stupid decision and got punished for it. And a lot of that is, is comes from everything that was wrong with that performance tonight is the attitude of the players. From every single one of them players that started that game tonight, not one of them put their hand up to say, Yeah, I'm gonna do I'm gonna boss this game. Everyone was passing the book, waiting for someone else to do something. We were passive on the ball, we didn't know how to build an attack, we didn't know how to sustain an attack. And when Costas turned that over, we got exactly what we deserved. Uh, we got punished for it. It was unlucky. Kwanzaa was unlucky because he stuck between staying with the centre-back and coming out to press the ball. And it was a deflection off his leg. Keller could do nothing about it. It was actually a really poor shot. And Keller would have probably saved it because it was low and it was well within him to, to save that. But the deflection took him out of it completely. Um but yeah, it, it was literally laziness from Costas that um, that cost us the first goal. Um, it doesn't matter who you're playing when you're away from home and you go one down. 
against the side who have to get something out of the game. You know, at the end of the day, they're living their best life. This is the biggest game that they've had, that they'll have had in years. You know, Liverpool coming to town after losing five one at Anfield. This would have been their FA Cup final, UEFA Cup final, you name it, all rolled into one. And we just gifted them a goal and gifted them something to defend. It was shockingly bad. Every which way you look at it. Um, look, there's got to come up at, at this time of year now when people start talking about January. And I know Casas has um, signed an extension and what have you. But with the injury to Robertson, it's a glaringly obvious problem now that um, Casas is a liability that you can't you can't trust him. You can't. You just can't. And as much as I, I like the character. I like the guy. Uh, I think he's probably a really good person. But you, if you can't trust him in a game like this, to be responsible on the ball and not give away stupid possession in a, such a bad area, I don't know, man. He, he's got to pull his fucking finger out and and start um, realizing who he plays for and what what it's about. Um, to, that was. If that was a kid, you'd pull him to one side and, you know, no more of this. This is a, a, an international who's been at the club for a long time. And that shit can't be happening. It's it's just fucking nonsense. And it was no surprise that he was hooked at halftime. Uh, Ash is saying he's not useless, but he's another example of someone who's a better sub than a starter. Uh, Bossman Steo saying, you guys on here... The last while we're saying Thomas was good cover for Robert, he's simply not good enough to play for Liverpool. Um, the difference between cover and a main man. Mm. Uh, Chris, do you want to talk to me the first goal? Um, what do you say? Uh, the first thing I thought was of you when, as soon as he tried to, <laughs> when he stopped at him and tried to pull it inside, um, I just thought of you, Bracky. Uh, it's, it's awful. It's um, just every bad decision you can make. And, uh, yeah, massive deflection, I suppose. He, Keller was there for it. It looked like, he, you know, he was going to save it. But, you know, there was a longer shot from behind uh, showing Keller's face. He was miles ahead. His last thing he was expecting was what Simicast did. And then he was scrambling back. It, you know, he would have saved it, but, you know, massive deflection. But there, there's no excuses. As Kev said, I dropped out for a second because the boss was on to me about turning the phone, but it won't go widescreen. Um, there's no excuses. Um, it's awful because I, what I was saying before uh, I had the interference, I thought the first 25 minutes, I really enjoyed it. I thought so many changes. It was an open game of football going back and forth. And then for about five minutes, I don't know what happened to change momentum. But yeah, as soon as Simmons cast started turning inside, hesitated. It, yeah. There's no excuses for it. Mm. Um poor. And then after yeah. that, I, I don't know. I think we we we'd been losing con uh, some impetus in the game, and then after that it was one way traffic. They should have had more, but yeah, there's, 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 I have no excuses for the Greek tonight. Ella Malaka. <laughs> yeah, so Matt, we get to half time because I'd like to talk about Liverpool having a shot, but I, I don't think we did. Uh, and he hooks Doke, he hooks Simakas, and he hooks Endo. I mean, let's be honest, Endo had to get hooked because he was a lucky boy not to be off the pitch. You know, he got away one booking. He then gets rightfully booked where he stands on the fellow's foot. Um, he's given him a hospital pass, but still, you know, it's a booking, it's no problem. And then he, I'll be honest, the third tackle is the worst of the three. So he's a very, very lucky boy. So I think they rightfully taken him off. But when you bring it on Sobberslai, you bring on Sally, you bring on Trent, you're thinking, well, okay, it makes us on paper, the side stronger. I think it's just the most lacklustre 30 minutes. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I thought we'd get a double sub at halftime. I thought Simicus had to come off because he was just a liability out there. And uh, Endo as well, too, was on that tightrope. 
So it was uh, it was surprising to see Endo come off. He wasn't having the best game in the world, but like I mean, mm. look at the attacking talent that comes on there. Like, okay, here we go. We're only down one goal. Like we can come out and yeah. I mean, they had any sort of looks at the goal were all for them in the first. I don't know. Well, they scored. It's two nothing after five minutes. Dillinger just muscles Matip out of the way. Look like a foul. I think it's a foul, but you see the one still they show of Matip where it just looks like he trips over his own feet. And it's like, oh, for fuck's sakes, like I, this, this might get given. Tr- truthfully, honestly, um, if that's the way around, I think all three, I think we're all going berserk, going, that's really soft uh, yeah. to me. And it is a bit of a clip, but I personally said that I should, should do more. But look, you take your look, or you think you take your look, and then. We did the thing that we, we were doing a lot, Kev, which was Luis Diaz gets the ball, and instead of him giving options for him, they leave three lads around and go, go on, go on, Louis, take on all three. He gets caught. It's <laughs> one straight ball through, and finish, he finishes well, but it's too easy, isn't it? It is, and that was, that was the problem all the way through. The goals they scored were so preventable. You know, um, they were just, there were gifts, all of them. Um, I thought I honestly thought Ender should have been sent off in the first half, no doubt about it. Um the one from Matip, soft as you like, that he has he has to be stronger there. And you could just tell it the writing was on the wall. It was coming. And the changes didn't change anything. You know, the the peep, the the, the players that came on at halftime did nothing. They were anonymous. Um and we turned into entitled FC. And I remember this going back to the time when Brendan Rogers was at the club. And it was a thing where we used to turn up at grounds expecting to win. Uh, there's one game that really sticks in my memory. It was a, we were going back to, he was going back to Swansea and we were shockingly bad on the night. And it was pure attitude. It was literally a group of players who, because of who, who we are, decided and as someone said in the comments earlier on we're smelling ourselves you know mm-hmm. we're thinking that we're better than we are and we ain't this group of players have won the sweet sum of fuck all they've won yeah. absolutely nothing they, they don't deserve to be sniffing themselves they're not as good as they think they are they haven't achieved anything and if they carry on with this attitude of turning up to games expecting someone else to make something happen or somehow someone's going to pull something out of their hat and make something, and, and, and it, it, a ball will bounce in the box and you'll get a goal, and from there you'll roll. That's not football. That's it's, that's not how this game works. And if you're not on it, and if your attitude isn't right, you'll get what you got tonight. You got absolutely trashed by a bang average side, and we got exactly what we deserved out of it. And the goals that came were our own fault, and it was... Like you said, Chris, not giving options for Diaz when he was on the ball, um, not picking up, not mm. being aware of danger around you from across. You could tell a mile away they'd worked on it. They'd seen what Premier League sides do all the time: cross switch ball over to a right back, look for a header back, look for a pull back, and it's a, it's a pretty routine goals. All of them were pretty much they were mirror images of of each other how they were trying to attack. And we either couldn't stop the ball being crossed, or we gave it up in bad positions. It it, it just it was happening. It was always coming. And when I went to two 0 my biggest fear was it's going to go three and four, and someone's got to get injured. Someone's yeah. got to do something stupid and get sent off. You're going to get nights like this. You're going to get periods, and it's very rare in any European competition. That you'll get a group and you'll sail through and win six games. Very rare. I think we did it once. And when we did it, it was like, wow, you know, that is so that was in the Champions League, and that just doesn't happen very often. So you're always gonna get a night where it's just not gonna work. And on the back of the Luton performance, it could it compounds at everything. So yeah, it's it's the goals like that we lost. gave up made it worse to me. Yeah, it's if it's like when you lose the Spurs or you lose a tight two one to City where you're a bit like you know, no sort of results happen. It falls you. But too many. Other. Chris, we then get one back, which I mean, we were like inept up front at times. Um, you know, Toulouse felt sorry for us, so the defender turned his back at it and started to, 
you know, with his shoulder put it in, which is some finish because I couldn't see what <laughs> at all. And so you thought, right, 2 1. Okay. 20 minutes to, about 20 minutes to go, I think. Well, when we score, saying, okay, right, ratchet up now. At least get a point out of this. Let's go. And within a minute, that ball then down the right. Trent doesn't get over quick enough. Uh, me and Kev disagree this. I think the keeper should do better with it. And then, but there's Gomez, there's McAllister, I think it's Sobberslide, all ball watching and going, God, God lad, you can, you can finish from there. And rightfully so, Chris, he made it 3 1 within a minute. And you were like, fucking hell. Well, but to, to, in fairness, we were lucky with the goal. So, uh, considering I feel like I'm a, a fan favourite on an emo album, I was trying to stay positive tonight due to comments before. We were just shit. Like, I mean, there's, a, there's, there's no other way around. I, did, I didn't I did jump out of my seat and think this is it, the comeback's on, because the same pattern of play just continues. I don't, I don't recall, like, as much as we're going on about Diaz being surrounded by three people, just a lot of players need to be holding on to the ball with the idea they're going to do some pullback or pull themselves around the player or beat two players and it just wasn't happening they just tightly man marked all they have to do is stick a foot they didn't have to even tackle that much so i didn't see any change hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. In kind of the pattern of play till literally two minutes, 88 minutes, another that, you know, there's not really much you can add to what you know um, what Kev said. It's um, I'm struggling to kind of add anything to it. It was just poor all over the pitch. Um, I, I don't know why you can put it down to. Obviously, you you know you can't say attitude. Oh, we'll just turn up and we'll do this. But we were just poor everywhere. And did, did, did Elliot had the best of what was. Poor and I again bizarrely thought Gomez going forward played well, but after that, I there's nobody stood out that they seem to be playing as a team. It was just all get to the middle, try beat three players, two players, pull back, pull back. I suppose there wasn't options to lay off passes, but there was plenty of times where there was options and it just all was moving slowly. So I didn't see any momentum change. I wasn't that surprised. I was more surprised we weren't more down than the two at the time, because I wouldn't say it was one way traffic and we were overrun or it's just, there was nothing there. Yeah. I mean, Matt, I think I can't, just before we, we make it, they make it three, one, but Nunes comes on for Gakpo who is largely known of us, but to be honest, he wasn't alone with that. And, Diaz got gets taken off for uh, Jota. I mean, look, Diaz has some bright moments, but you know, to get the ball and who's surrounded. Um, I'll be honest, the three subs that came on: Trent didn't really see him, Salah didn't see him, Sobersly has been quiet for a couple of weeks. You know, look, you can't be, you can't be great every week. Um, the only bright spark is Diogo Jota's second goal, which is becoming a little bit of a trademark. That little jinky run he does and a composed finish across the keeper, which gave us then. 
seven, eight minutes to try and get an equalizer, which will come to that. But you were like, finally, a bit of composure, a bit of now, a bit of, a bit of spikiness. You know. Yeah. Also, I would just say a bit of width, like just thinking about the lineup that we went with and the changes that we made, we had absolutely no threat on the flanks at all. Like really it only, we only posed any sort of threat down the right a few times with Ben Doak in the first half, but then I don't want Salo getting the ball with two defenders manning him up with his heels on the sideline. That, that is not where I want Mo Salah to be. So he wants to come inside. Diaz wants to come inside. Elliot wants to come inside on his left foot. McAllister really seemed to sort of drift towards central positions. And we're getting no overlap from our fullbacks whatsoever. And so much like against Luton, we didn't have any sort of threat out wide. It just allows them to just compress and pack their bodies into the box. And yeah, it's just nothing. So you need a little moment of magic like that. And uh, we all know that that's what Diogo Jada can do. And so, I mean... Good on him for coming off the bench uh, and trying to make that difference. I will say he came off for man of the match for me today. It's all credit to Luis Diaz. So hopefully for him, he's uh, meeting an airplane, you know, landing in Liverpool tonight and he can be reunited with his family. But yeah, uh, I mean, just after Jota came on, I just wrote down, I don't think we're going to win this one. And then we scored. Which is unusual. Like, Hello. Which is unusual, which is unusual for you. Yeah, well, I was starting to do the math in my head of, like, to win, we would have needed three goals at that point. And there's, like, five minutes of regular time, maybe five minutes of stoppage time. So it felt like just a bridge too far. But uh, the draw was still a possibility. And then we scored, and the draw was really a possibility when it's 3-2 with yeah. added on time. So, Kev, last seven minutes, we started to um, do, which I think was the fact that we bringing him on, which was just get the ball to Darwin and say, just run at him. And you realised how average these are is any pace at them. They don't know what to do there. And it was free kick after free kick. Thought, right. This is your, this is your pressure build. This is your pressure cooker situation. And we think Gerald Kwanzaa has got Liverpool. And if this had gone in and been allowed, you still would have got this response from me off the absolute bloody hook. You thought the only pleasing for, Oh, look, young kid, young sense back, get his debut goal for Liverpool. Great. Bar look at it for ages. We think it must be like a foul on the build up. And they look at this handball by McAllister, and then the ref sort of gives it and then goes to the screen. Now, I can see Dale Johnson from ESPN, who does a lot of the bar conversations mm. and sort of explains the rules. And he has basically tweeted so many reasons why McAllister handball is a terrible decision by VAR. Uh, by He's put arm close to the body, it is. So that's one reason why you can't give it. Being withdrawn and not moving the ball, another reason why you can't give it. It's high on the arm. So it's too high up. So it's not like he stuck his arm out to stick it there. It's not deliberate. Uh, and it's so far back in the play, it's actually against the rules that you wave have written, which is if it bounced up, hit my arm, I pass it to you, you score. It gets disallowed because my handball has helped you get the goal. Yeah. It's 30 seconds from that. And it goes to one of five, six players. So to me, it's another example of officials not knowing how to implement their own guidelines, their own protocol, which is really annoying. And it's really upsetting for the likes of it. Uh, for me, I feel sorry for Jota, who actually came on and made an impact. I feel sorry for Jell Kwanzaa, because it's his first goal for Liverpool, and it's kind of tough off him. But that's about as far as my sympathy goes, because I'm also a bit like, I actually think Liverpool, this, I'm hoping this might give Liverpool and some of this squad the right kick up the arse to need, which is you can't keep hoping to get away with it at the last minute goal. You've got to start actually waking the fuck up and starting to, you know, earn the right to play. Not just mm. assume it'll happen, which I think is what we've done for the last two games. Yeah. Do you want to read that comment there from Ashley? Um... Yeah, the guidelines for 2023-2024. No handball offence should be called on a player if the ball is previously deflected from his own body, which it was, and in particular when the ball does not go towards the goal, which he thinks it went square, just over the halfway line. So... That's UEFA's guideline. Uh, thanks, Ashley, for putting that up. Um, if Dale had seen my tweet, or sorry, my WhatsApp to you, as a, a couple about a, a minute after that, because it took me a minute to type it out, it's pretty much murdered what Dale said. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It, I mean, at the end of the day, it would have masked what was an abject performance. It would have covered over all of the cracks and people would have been relieved at the draw. People, 
you know, a last gasp effort, what have you. At the end of the day, those those last seven minutes showed what happens if you got Harvey Elliott to pull out onto the wing earlier. Mm. You free up space, and, and that's what happened. Klopp changed, tweaked the system to pull Harvey Elliott more out onto the right wing, allowing Salah to go inside, which allowed more space for Dominic Sabazlai to get on the ball in the middle of the park with Alexis to make something happen in the middle of the park. That's what happened for the last 10 minutes of the game. And suddenly we looked a different side. For the last 10 minutes of the game, we looked a different side. And all of that took was one tweak in the formation. And so again, he he picked it up wrongly, or he picked he did he picked it up too late again. But it's it it everything that Ashley put in that post is absolutely correct. Everything that Dale said is absolutely correct. The fact that that handball was given shows that VAR across UEFA competitions, Premier League, is still make. It's not making it up as you go along. It's adapting it's the rules to fit to fit what they're seeing in front of them, mm. and that just doesn't add up. Every which way you look at that, it's so far back. Do you remember going back with the um, the game? It was, it was a game against Manchester United, and Origi was fouled in the build-up. And they scored mm. on the counter. And we all, I remember doing a, I think we did a post match after. And I can remember us saying, or it might have been on the night show, if you look at that foul, and we, it was only about seven or eight seconds from the time he was fouled to the time there was a goal, you think, okay, yeah, there's a foul there. And it led directly to a goal. This was what? Three phases of play happened after that? But also, to it, it, it away, it, in the COVID season, we scored against Tottenham. It was disallowed, mm-hmm. and it's for a handball by by Bobby on the halfway line. And it's four phases after that, and they scored. And not long after that, that's when they came out with the oh no, this is too far back. You can't yeah. stop a game that far back. So you know, it's not just Liverpool. It's so ridiculous. Think, to be fair, we got away with one against Chelsea, where I think the title winning season, Chelsea have a goal disallowed for a, I think it's an offside, but it's about two phases back. Yeah, and they kind of said like. These sort of goals can't be disallowed because too much has happened since then for it to be exactly that handball is, is the reason we score. It's like, well, no, there's like two more phases, three or four different tackles that could have happened. There's so many what ifs you don't know. But, but the worst but of it think... is, guys. Sorry, Chris, go ahead. Well, uh, what I felt watching it was that um, the longer the, the, there was confusion because it looked like he awarded the goal twice. Yeah. Then they. And then he was issuing yellow cards to to lose players, and all the time the crowd is getting more and more ramped up. And it just the longer it went on, obviously VAR didn't. They just put it on him, and he just walked over. And I'd say he'd been there for about thirty seconds, listening to that crowd, getting her people in his ear. And I just think he just went. I'm not. I'm not going to give the goal, and that was it. I, it because I. I by as already mentioned and has been posted, there was no part of the any of the rules I understood where it was a handball. But it's just the longer he was on the pitch and wasn't getting any clear direction, and then eventually it was like, "Oh, you have a look at it; it's on you." And just for the That's twenty it. thirty seconds of noise, he wasn't going to award it. So, but it would have, as I say, would have covered up the cracks. Would have went into the weekend going, "Was not a great comeback or whatever." Where. You know, you know, yeah. Bracky, we're we're brothers from another mother. Love Liverpool, but not necessarily getting blown away by them at the moment. Just, I don't know. yeah, it's another I mean, example. I mean, Gavin, I got pelted when we beat these five. One, we were told we were too somber and not as excited. But there were elements of what we saw tonight in the home game. The difference was Liverpool did play at a bit more pace and hurt them. You know, and yeah, I think sometimes. Do you know what? Because so early in the season, Matt, getting a bit of a bloody nose and getting a bit of a kick up the arse can generally do you good. It always helps everyone. You know, even great sides like Man City, losses to the likes of Wolves, like, it does give you a kick up the arse, a bit of a wake-up call of, all right, yeah, come on, need to switch back on here a bit. So, in terms of the group then, so Liverpool are on nine points, Toulouse are on seven, Union are on four, and Lask are on three because they got their first win in the group. So, as it stands, Liverpool need five points in the remaining two games assuming Toulouse win all their games. So, if we're being realistic, 
I could be wrong. I believe if you beat Lask at home, you're all but qualified because I would be surprised to lose win both their games because I just don't think they've got enough in them. And I think Union might actually give them a bit of a surprise. But the frustration that is we could be sat here qualified with two dead rubbers. Now we're going to have to go City away, Lask at home, Fulham, Fulham away, probably going pretty strong in all three to hopefully keep ourselves in and around where we are in the league in the league at the moment and try and get this try and get a qualification boxed. But ideally we need to try and get it boxed if results go our way in the next game. Yeah, I we all were hoping and presuming that it was going to be a pretty easy uh, cakewalk to the top of the group for us. And it rightly should have been because they're not the strongest opposition there. And now we're not. But I mean, this goes back to what Kev was saying at the very start. Like this is a this is an opportunity for certain players to put stamps on the team and try to force their way back into the starting lineup and into the reckoning sort of thing. And it just it was so poor all the way around. So all these players get to play again like we made nine changes from the premier league we'll probably make you know somewhere seven eight nine changes again going into the weekend and by the time these other two games come back around i expect that it'll be wholesale changes again and again so even though they're not a europa league squad or a b team or something like that there is a pretty good chunk of these players that are going to be playing these final two europa league games so they need to buck their attitude up i mean we're still in the driver's seat uh, I don't know if it's possible for it to end on a level amount of points, but we've got a good enough goal difference that even if we're level on points with anybody else, we'll finish top of the group unless we get absolutely smashed in one of our last two games. I think so. it might go heads. I think it might go heads heads first, and then and then goal difference. I think. So, well, we okay. win there. We still, we, still, we, still, we still should be okay. Just about. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. So, I'll sip you, Matt, and then I'll get Kevin, Chris, give their opinions because. Um, I bought talking about that game now. Um, I reckon for the Bradford game, I could name, I think eight that I know that I think will definitely start, and then I think there are three there are three positions up for questions because of injuries and form. So Ali comes back in for Kelleher, which even if Kelleher played out his skin, I think no one's disagreeing with that. Trent comes in at right back. Canati will start because he's causing news tonight. You would assume BVD will start as long as he's not ill. I think Sobosly will have to start because we're running out of midfielders. And I think the front three will be Salah, Nunes and Jota because those three lads didn't start. I think the question is, do you go Simicast again? Or do you give Gomez another go at left-back? Because I've got a feeling he's been trying Gomez at left-back. Partly for his height. Partly because I wonder if he wants to try him against City. And then it's who, who do you play in midfield? Because no McAllister, so someone's got to play DM. And to be fair to Endo, he hasn't done... He, he didn't... Based on that game tonight, he didn't impress. But who else are you going to who else are you going to play there? Grappenberg is doubt with a, a knee niggle. We don't know yet. Jones is out. Harvey Elliott's does he get another start? Because if we're being honest, Matt and Kev and Chris, I think Harvey Elliott's best performances have, have actually been as a bench player coming off for the last half hour because he seems to read the game situation when he comes off the bench. He's struggling a little bit to find that form. I would say starting, but we are where we are. Or is it? Do you? Who else are you trying to tell? Gakpo? It, it, might be, it might be Gakpo. Um, in defense of Harvey Elliott, if I thought for the first 20 minutes when he seemed to be the creative outlet in the team where he was getting the ball off the defenders and coming into the middle of the field and getting his head up with the ball on his left foot, I thought he looked good there. It's just a pity that that's also Sabasai's position. Um, yeah, maybe some sort of 4-2-3-1 with Gakpo coming in and dropping into the midfield. Um I don't know how we've managed to run out of midfielders, uh, much like <laughs> last season all over again somehow. At the start of the year, I uh, tallied up the numbers and went, we should be good for midfielders for the entire season. And now we've got six of them missing somehow. So, yeah. uh, Quick one from Ashley McAllister saying, last 10, we could have scored a couple. Uh, the last situation is a weird one. The referee said goal, but 10 seconds later, he ruled it out. It hit my chest. Uh, you can't use it as an excuse. It's a fair result. He's bang on there. I mean, to be fair, that's pretty accurate. That's pretty accurate. Uh, Stephen saying, um, "Elliot is poor, lad. You can admit it. His little legs can't get around. Can't get around the pitch. I think he was poor. I, I think he was poor from about twenty minutes onwards. But I still think he's been a really good impact over this year for us. That's how I see it. But yeah, Kev. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I wouldn't be. I try to find a way to play a front four. 
and however whichever way he wants to line that up i don't really care um i'd want to see i'd like to see a front four with diaz on the diaz on the wing with salah on the wing jota and darwin through the middle and put i don't care who you put in the is he two in midfield you put brentford are going to play the same way brentford always play brentford aren't gonna change they're they are what they are they're going to give you problems on the counter i think you're right gomez should probably start left back uh virgil if he's available canate and trent uh right back you need to play sides like brentford you're going to dominate the ball anyway you know so you're at home i think we're at home aren't we at home yeah we're at home yeah. Yeah. sure we're home yeah you'll dominate the ball but you give you you got to give yourself the best chance of scoring goals and if the best chance of scoring goals is having those four up front, be it in a four-two-three-one, four-four-two, couldn't care less which alphabet soup people want to call it. But the best chance to score goals is with those four up, those four on the pitch. Yeah, and I do. I do wonder, Kev. Maybe does he, if the fit, does he go soccer's line grabbing Birch as, as a two? Partly for I don't think grabbing Birch is going to be available. Okay. I think it's got. I honestly think it wouldn't surprise me if it's Endo and Damo in the middle of the park. Yeah, and that, Trent, Trent supplements it from right back, the way he has been. And I, I think I think he you plays go a that four. way. I think he plays a full four. I've got a feeling Diaz is the one that misses out because he played the most tonight. I wonder if he'll keep Gatwick. Partly because we all know Brentford's strength is set physicality. So the benefit of Nunes, Gakpo, Sopaslai, if he was fit, Grappenberch, Gomez, Karate, Van Van, uh, you're looking for heights because you've got to nullify their threat. And that is their main threat. And listen, it works for them. And all our games against Brentford are bloody difficult. Home or away. Yeah. We have a very good home record, but we're never a cakewalk. They're always difficult. So, yeah. you know. So I mean, if there there is an argument to play um, Sopaslai, Endo, and... Um, Cody Gapo in midfield. If if you want mm, to go awesome. down that road, mainly for, for physicality, and he is good at getting the ball with, out of his feet and running at players from deeper. You know he can do the role. We we saw it last season. He can do the job there. It's unfortunate the way suspensions and injuries have just mounted at the end of this run, but. You know, it's more important than ever on the back of the last of the last two games that you turn up at Anfield and you put a shift in. And with threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. That's the most important. You put a shift in against against any side at all. I fancy us to be anyone at home. I don't care what we're, how we're playing. Mm-hmm. Um, Brentford aren't exactly pulling up any trees this season either. Brian and Buemo is a threat. Wiz is a, a threat, obviously. But you still have enough there to beat them. You know, they're, 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 and they're not an unknown quantity. Like Luton were an unknown quantity. We've never played them. You know, um, to lose, no. we kind of we just got our pants taken down the spank tonight. You know, it was just a bad day, a bad performance on the back of a game where we had enough chances to get three points and didn't take them. Cool. You need to turn that around and you need to finish this chunk of games with three points. Stay in the race. We know the hard yards are coming when we come back from this international break. So yeah. it's important to finish this one on a high. Okay, just before we carry on talk of football, a bit of admin from me. So we are starting uh, YouTube memberships. Uh, they're $3.99 a month. So we are then going to be doing some shows which will be behind uh, the YouTube paywall, which uh, we're sort of in the process of developing. So you know, if you like what we do, you know, like, subscri- like, subscribe, but also, you know, become, become mm-hmm. a member, you know, there still will be shows on YouTube that are that are free, but then we are doing some shows that were just going to be behind the paywall, and then they will be downloadable 
for audio download a bit later. And as you can see by Matt's face, uh, Southern Lads will also do Movember. Links in the description below. So if you can give, please give. If you've got nothing to give, just share the link around WhatsApp groups, you know, work emails, whatever it is, you know, every 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 little helps, you know, and as Kev says, the fives and tenors are all are just as important. So Matt, how are you feeling now going into Bradford? What what would you like to see? What do you feel you'll see? How many do you think we'll get? Do you think we'll see any of the intricate turns back? Mainly DVD and Gap and Gravenberch. I think they're the ones that have got a chance, I would say, of adding to the squad that, that we had tonight. Yeah, Virgil, Virgil will probably come back in. Uh, I, I'm already feeling bullish. I mean, as <laughs> terrible as today's performance oh. and result was, uh, it, it's it's in the past. There's nothing we can do about it now. We got one more game before another ridiculously awful long international break. So, yeah, on to the next one. Sunday will be here before you know it. I mean, it's almost the weekend. So there's more important things to worry about than stewing over a really, really perform poor performance from us. So, yeah, we're going to smash Bradford. Listen, Matt, so far I've had this week, I've watched Liverpool draw with Lucid. I've watched me. I've watched the women's team lose four three in, in the cup, and I've watched us be shit in Europe. I'll be honest, mate. I wish I had your, your positivity. I'm a bit fed up this week. I'm completely. You don't ever have to watch those games again, Chris. You'll watch ones no. that look eerily Simi similar to it, and it makes your skin crawl. But you'll never watch that exact one we, ever again. So we've heard the women's game. They lost to a, a side that's probably favourite to one of the favourites to win the league and give them a, a, a good scare. So at least you know that's a way of losing the game. You know what I mean, Chris? Well, my mood has always improved. <laughs> my mood has always improved by the the Canadian fountain of uh, op optimism. Um, I want to be as optimistic as Matt, but what I certainly I, I have a sneaky feeling it's just going to roll on from Luton to this to we have to turn up. I think Gomez starts as a left back. I have a funny feeling. Mm. Tim Tim is going to be benched for. I think it was being prepped for City. I think that's what I think. I think he's being prepped for City away, which is you're going to be a left back at City away. I just think because he want the the extra defender. The, the and it can't be Simicast. Simicast will get publicly slaughtered in that game if Simicast plays at left back against City. Uh, Bongs is asking, um, is Grant Birch available for Brentford? We don't know. Klopp said he had a, a minor knee niggle, but he was like. He might be okay for the weekend. He was very non-committal. As far as I know, he was he was called up to the Dutch squad, wasn't he? So, so fingers crossed. Um, you know, I mean, listen, he hasn't he's... pulled out of that one. So it's it's one to watch for sure. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be banking on it to be honest. And uh, but the truth is, nobody knows. We'll we'll know we'll know when the team sheets are 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 out there on Sunday. I think. He's not exactly going been to any... be advertising who's going to be around or not. Has there been any? Because they obviously came straight to here. Has Klopp done any post-match? Has anybody heard in the chat what his read on it was? Because Not yet. I mean, to be fair, uh, uh, Ashley L's been very good at sort of putting comments up that have come up from players. So someone's going to say, Jürgen Klopp is... There's a video I can't obviously play it. He's saying, Jürgen Klopp was not happy with the loca location of the post-match press conference after losing to Slews. The fans could, could be heard chanting and playing drums, so he's oh man, okay. So you can call having a, a he should have just said, he should have set Linders. Just do you know what that is? Post -match. Go. Do you know what that is? That is literally and he's a master at doing this. He's an experienced manager. He's been around the houses. He'll use everything and anything at his disposal at that moment to distract from the performance. And they're they're lucky. Do you know what they're really lucky in, in the fact that they're gonna have the talking point of VR to to mask over um and I'm glad the people in the chat tonight aren't letting that be the um, the talking point. You know, we all accept, look, they went back too far. The goal should have stood. It didn't. And we move on from it. There's no point in living in that because it hides what really happened in that 97-minute game. And I'm glad that most of the people in the chat understand that, you know, and are rightly pissed off with it. You know, pissed off in that performance. So it just shows that, you know, the chat are, as usual, on point and top banana, to be fair. Yeah. So Klopp's basically said, we were abysmal. Uh, 
we could be a good team, but without winning defensive challenges, nope. Al Navarro, I'm not even sure it hits his hand at all. So, kind of what you'd expect him to say, really. Nothing, yeah. nothing, nothing exciting there. Uh, Olivier saying uh, Klopp hasn't quite figured out uh, the meaning of minor in English. Gakpo will be out for three weeks. I think he means Gravenberch. The thing, I think Klopp I think lies. Klopp, Look, Klopp lies. You know, Klopp lies uh, repeatedly. I'm amazed how many people get wound up with when Klopp said, like when Thiago was out for a while, his knees was like, Klopp doesn't know how long he's out for, what's going on? Klopp knew a lot, how long he's out for. doesn't have to tell you. At no point does the manager have to tell us how long a player's out for. Why Why give other teams an advantage? So, yeah, play everything down. Yeah, he, I don't think he's out for long. So pe- people plan for it. And then when he doesn't turn up, you go, oh yeah, he's out for longer. Did I not tell you? Oh, sorry about that. That's what all managers yeah. do. Fergie, Fergie did it all the time. Yeah. You could do with uh, Gapko yeah. having a good game. I, I have a funny feeling Gapko will play, and it's it'd be it'd be nice time for him to finally get motoring this season because I had him down coming into this season as possibly a player who was going to be very big for us, and it just hasn't happened. So you would like to think Brentford's. I think he had a decent start to the season. He had a decent first few weeks, and. He got he, he, before the injury. He was playing well. He wasn't get. He, he got a few goals. He got a couple of assists. He wasn't exactly putting startling numbers up, but his performances were okay. And it wasn't a case. It was. It was. He picked up the injury. That set him back. He just. He looks like he's a player finding, looking for his form. You know, it just yeah, hasn't yeah. come back to him yet. You know, we yeah. all know that there's quality there, and we've seen it enough with players that sometimes it takes them a bit longer than others to. To get up and running, but after after injuries, just read uh, it, Klopp's comments. Mu- yeah, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, sorry, uh, Klopp has said we were not aggressive aggressive enough. Uh, they won all the battles. We gave the ball away so easily. We, we couldn't, should have created more. You cannot concede three goals. They fought harder. Sorry, Kevin, you carry on. No, no, I was going to say it, it might be a case that the international break could be a blessing for someone like him. That he goes away, plays a couple of games for Holland. And you know, just plays his way back into form. You know, uh, you often see it. Players go away from their national side and they come back the better for it. Uh, I know, fa- I know, us as Liverpool fans don't like the uh, don't like the international break and what have you. It pisses us off because we miss out on watching club football. But for a lot of these players, they need consistency of playing back to back ninety minutes in meaningful in meaningful games. And Thanks. It's um, it could be a blessing in disguise for a few of these. Yeah, back to Klopp. Uh, for me, it's not handball. It's pretty long way back. It's pretty long ago before the goal. But I'm more concerned that 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 I would have loved us to have played better. Which again is the right to be fair. That's the right way to frame it. Is yeah, the goal should have stopped, but probably we should have played better. It wouldn't have mattered, you know. Um, Anthony makes a good point about Gakpo. Is that the injury coincided with Jota and Gakpo taking advantage of stepping up their mm-hmm. game, which is true, you know. And yeah. that's what you want. That's what you want, you know. I mean, if I'm honest, Diego, uh, the, the last few weeks, Diogo Jossa is probably the most unlucky man not to start world games because, to be fair to him, whenever he's coming on at the moment, he's creating something or scoring something. So he can't be far away from getting back in the side. It's just obviously yeah. where, you, where you put John, him. He's probably the only one to look at when it comes to going to Portugal. He probably won't play. And, you know, and mm-hmm. he could do with minutes. But when you've got Rafa Leo playing out of his skin like he played last night and... Ronaldo and Bernardo Silva, all these players, he's, you know, Gonzalo, Gonzalo Ramos as well. You've got all these forward players for Portugal and Jota isn't doing enough at club level to force his way in ahead of those players. So, you know, you, put, I hope that he does get minutes, but hmm. I'm not willing to I don't know you might. I'll put money on Jota starting against City. I think that's 10 oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Because yeah, I, 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 I'll be honest, I'll say no, I don't think Diaz starts against City because I think he'll he'll do some outrageously stupid trappling again. So it wouldn't surprise me if um, Diaz isn't, isn't starting and Jota gets a nod, which yeah. is it's not what. But like I said, the front three generally, whoever what we pick, I, I don't really worry too much about it. It's just trying to get the balance behind it back. We're still struggling with that a little bit, aren't we, Matt? But listen, yeah. fingers crossed. So. Anything else you want to talk about, Matt, before we go? No, just uh, watch, watch had a highlights. little heart stress test today when uh, it was 51 minutes where their keeper came out and landed his kip right into the side of Mo Salah's head. And 
to see Mo Salah go down and need treatment, that was real worrying for about a hundred seconds. And then he seemed like he had his wits about him, was able to carry on. So yeah, I mean, to be fair, it's the first time we saw we knew it was Mo Salah on the pitch as well. So we were like, oh, he is, he is playing. Oh, he is there. He is there. He is there. So, yeah. No, onwards and upwards from here. Looking forward to uh, listen to the show coming up in just over an hour here. Gav on with the fellas looking through the previous weekend's action because I am desperate to hear some uh, top and cop uh, debate around Ange Postacoglu and Manchester United. Oh. So <laughs> <laughs> I need it. Yeah. I need it. Uh, I'm so bored of the Spurs. Love it. But, you know. <laughs> It's, it's like the new, it's Emperor's new clothes. It's the new toy, isn't it? So, you know, give it another three months, all the press elated, and they'll all say, they'll all do what they do with every new manager, and there'll be a new shiny toy to play with. Uh, I Chris, like him. You want to bring it up before we go? I like Ange. I thought he, I, I have a lot of time. I, I, I like the fact that he even stuck to that suicide high line, but his uh, post match was brilliant, and uh, I obviously don't want oh. them to finish above us, but there's far worse humans. In the game than a big Ange. I don't dislike it, but just I don't really ask the other way about it. I mean, the whole high line thing. I'll be honest. If that was any other manager, they they would be getting. He'd be crucified. What are yeah. you doing? You know what I mean? It was suicidal. But it was mad. I liked it because it was yeah. mad, and it was almost like an insult to Chelsea that you're so bad, they'll take our chances because Chelsea are awful. So I know the scoreline didn't make it look that way. But anyway, a big up, big Ange. Uh, nothing to add. Hopefully a good weekend. And uh, last night delivered as somebody who once lived in uh, Denmark. The league is awful, but the people have a great bit of crack going to the game. So I sincerely enjoyed a lot of that. And uh, yeah, nothing else really. Uh, hopefully socks are pulled up. I have a funny feeling going by Klopp's comments. It's going to be a very long flight home for them. I don't think there's going to be much group hugging or anything. That's how, that's so, how they care. You don't want to be in the accident tomorrow, do you? No. Uh, no. I think there's <laughs> going to be a lot of uh, soul searching done tomorrow over this. Um, Archie Doolan there asking about where the link is in, for the in the description for Movember. Archie, it's in the show's description. If it's not there, go to at Talking Cop on Twitter and if it's not the pinned tweet, DM one of us and we'll get it to you, hundred yeah. percent. But it's in the show description and go from there. If if you can't find it, DM there any is. of us. Oh, there it is. There, Matt's got it. Boom. But yeah, for that one, look, we all know what Movember is about by now. Um, if anyone can donate, please do. If not, copy that link. Go onto your socials. Press copy there and paste on your socials. Press send and just get it out there as much as possible. The more we can raise, the better. Um, no, uh, I've, I've got, got a I've got a question for you, Kev. Yeah, shoot, go on. Which fictional characters, we'll wrap up in a like, which fictional characters Gab look like with his tash? Fictional <laughs> character, yeah, you know, Captain is. He's def he's definitely got the the uh, Italian plumber oh. look to me. He's got the oh, Italian plumber the, look to the me. Mario. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Mario. There's definitely it. a bit of the Mario about him, but you know what? He's doing it for the uh, proper best course. So just but, for that alone, just for Gav having the front to have that on his lip, and for <laughs> Gav's misses, honestly, for Gav's misses alone, click that link and chuck him a point. Honestly. It's the it, it'll be the best point you'll ever you'll ever buy. Gav is click on that link, buy him a point, and say that's for your missus for you know for this month. Uh, it's, as, it's, as a thank you for it's what to, it's to, what, it's to, what, to Mrs. Gav. Yeah, it's what we're saying in February. Gav, you're gonna shave that off. <laughs> <laughs> I think he likes so, it. I think, uh, he, I, think, it, I think he likes it deep down. He just doesn't want to admit it. <laughs> He's getting a lot of attention. It's a fine dead rat. I have not seen a better dead rat, and I cannot wait to see what it looks like in two weeks. The lads will be back in an hour. Yeah. Um, yeah. Joe, we're we're going to get out of here. We're going to go now. But Joe, we could have done with tonight. Yeah. Matt, you need to get your dog and cat in the same room again when we have these. <laughs> we, need, we need something funny to distract us. I don't know where they are. <laughs> This wasn't as painful. I want to go and have my dinner. Was. Come on, let's go. Yeah, cool. Right, listen, thanks everyone for watching. Um, it did finish. Good night. 
lose three, Liverpool two. Fingers crossed, it'll it'll all be better. We'll, hopefully, we'll beat Brentford. Until then, take care. Night night. Sports Social Podcast Network.